Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to 360 Wrestling Fanatic. This is definitely... Not the way I wanted to start the podcast tonight with just yesterday the loss of the legendary Terry Funk and then today us pro wrestling fans were saddened to hear the sudden loss of Wyndham Rotunda Bray Wyatt unfortunately it was definitely a big surprise to me when I saw it today and I'm sorry but on this episode now, I'm not going to recap Impact and Ring of Honor, but instead, this is just going to be a way to remember and pay tribute to Bray Wyatt and just remember his career in WWE and his life. So this episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic is dedicated to the memory of William Rotunda Bray Wyatt. Like I said at the top of the podcast just now, I was definitely shot when I found out earlier today. I saw what Triple H tweeted, and I know I saw on the, all the wrestling news websites and everything about him having an illness, but 
I still didn't really expect this though. And I have also heard a couple things about he was maybe trying to get ready to come back and what I have heard from Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful is that while he was gone, he had the COVID virus and it caused some kind of heart issue, I guess. And today, unfortunately, he had a heart attack and passed away. Like I said just a moment ago, Triple H was the first to tweet it out. And he said Mike Rotunda called him and gave him the news. I, I wasn't watching live at the time, but... Booker T at the time was doing a live stream of his podcast and he actually found out when he was on the air. At the time, he was talking about Terry Funk passing away yesterday and then all of a sudden... Uh, I don't remember his name, but Booker T's co-host on his podcast told, found out why they were live and told him during the show, obviously upset. He went to a break right away. Now, I just want to kind of talk about Bray Wyatt. I first started to really hear of him was in FCW Florida Championship Wrestling back when that was the developmental for WWE at the time. And then when the original NXT started, it was, that was back at the very beginning of NXT when it was that whole competition kind of reality show thing. But definitely before the NXT that is around today. He was on there as Husky Harris. And after that first season of NXT was over, he, they got called up to the main roster. And that's when he was a part of the Nexus. And then after that, he ended up going 
to NXT, and then that's when NXT became more of the developmental, like, current NXT is now. And that's when he started the original Bray Wyatt character, the Wyatt family, and that got over in NXT. They were at full sale at the time. And I remember hearing about that and seeing it on NXT. And it was great. And then he got the main roster call up. And started seeing all the video packages of the Wyatt family coming soon to WWE with Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, the late Brody Lee, and Eric Rowan, now known as Eric Redbeard. I remember thinking, this is going to be really good. And at first, it was, but... There were some times where definitely not Bray Wyatt's fault, but sometimes I don't think the creative uh, wasn't always that great. But then that went on, and he definitely had some good feuds with the Shield. He feuded with John Moxley, or. Dean Ambrose at the time. I remember one time, actually, I did see Bray Wyatt live, and it was a Raw at Joe Louis Arena, and he, I, it was kind of funny because he, I don't think he was actually on the Raw broadcast, but then. Because the main event was John Cena against, I want to say, who I don't remember who it was now, but John Cena in a cage match. And John Cena was attacked by Brock Lesnar to end Raw that night. And then after Raw went off the air, Bray Wyatt came out with the lantern and everything. And he got in the ring and looked like he was going to attack Cena. And then Dean Ambrose came down with a kendo stick. And... It wasn't a, it didn't even turn into a dark match or anything. But Ambrose just hit him with a kendo stick a few times, chased him around ringside, and then chased him off to the back. I know that's not really much, but I remember kind of being a little disappointed that didn't get to actually see Bray Wyatt wrestle a match. 
And I know that's not his fault. I'm sure he just wasn't booked to wrestle on the show. But still would have been better if could have seen him wrestle a match. And he definitely, he feuded with uh, Cena. He had a, with The Undertaker. CM Punk. And that first uh, Brave Wyatt character I want to talk about with the hat, the Hawaiian shirts, the lantern, of course, the rocking chair. That was really great. And, of course, with Brody Lee, or Luke, which was Luke Harper at the time, who unfortunately passed away. Uh, he was great with Bray Wyatt. Those two worked great together. And then... You had Eric Rowan with him as part of the Wyatt family. And then eventually they would add Braun Strowman to the Wyatt family as well. And... And then after a while, I don't know if I would say it really got, the character got staled, but you could kind of tell that it was time for a change. And then that's when we were introduced to The Fiend. And not only The Fiend, but... The Firefly Funhouse version of Bray Wyatt. And WrestleMania 2020. Which was the, I guess you could say kind of famous now anyway, WrestleMania. The first one after the virus started. And they had to do it in an empty performance center. And him and Cena, John Cena, had the Firefly Funhouse match, which, of course, was a cinematic match. And it was actually quite entertaining. And he beat Cena, I guess you could say. Even though it was the fiend pinning Cena in the ring. And then it shows the Firefly Funhouse host, Bray Wyatt. He counts the three. And also, Firefly Funhouse, you gotta bring up the puppets, of course. You had Huskus, the pig boy. Abby the Witch, Mercy the Buzzard, and Ramblin' Rabbit, who a lot of times was the one that got beat up or even killed sometimes. 
And you had Abby the Witch, which was reference to Sister Abigail, I'm guessing. And Mercy the Buzzard, of course. Follow the Buzzards. And Huskis the Pig Boy, I'm guessing, was kind of a reference to Husky Harris, I'm guessing. Because that was actually at the time, I think, one of the times they sent him down to NXT because of his weight. He was overweight at the time. But then he did lose the weight and get in better shape. And those segments, when he did the Firefly Funhouse with all the puppets and everything, a lot of those were actually quite entertaining, I thought, because he made them work. I think if you had anybody else on there and you told them, okay, here's what, here's what we're going to do with you. We're going to have you host a kids show with a bunch of puppets. I, I'm not so sure that a lot of people could have made that work if... Uh, if there are too many other guys that could have, but Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, he made that work, and he did a great job at it. I'm not saying that every Firefly Funhouse segment was great or was a hit, but a lot of them were. And I mentioned the Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena at WrestleMania. And he even had a feud with The Miz at one time. And then The Fiend would come out because he was doing the multiple personalities thing. And The Fiend, at first, I remember kind of my first reaction of The Fiend character. I did like the mask. I thought that looked pretty neat. And I thought the character was pretty good. All he would say, of course, was, let me in. was definitely a fan of that character. But then, of course, after that, he came back at Extreme Rules last year. And that started all the stuff with Uncle Howdy and everything like that. And there were talks about a faction starting called the Wyatt Six. I remember that was all over the news sites. 
and social media at that time. But unfortunately, nothing really came of that. And I remember that night, Extreme Rules, when he came back. It was at the end of the Premium Live event. And I remember in the crowd is they had guys in costumes as all the characters, as all the puppets. Abby the Witch, Mercy the Buzzard, Ramblin' Rabbit, Huskus the Pig Boy. And then he came out with a mask, a new mask. And then, like I said, that kind of started everything with Uncle Howdy and Alexa Bliss was involved with that too. Unfortunately, nothing really got concluded with that and Bray Wyatt's I think, I don't know if it was actually his last match. I'll have to think about that, but uh, at the Royal Rumble this year, I think it was the Royal Rumble, wasn't it? Sorry if I'm wrong, but he had the Mountain Dew pitch black match with L.A. Knight and... Definitely not Bray Wyatt's fault. Definitely not Ellie Knight's fault either. But it wasn't really the best. And like I said, have to credit them though, Bray Wyatt and Ellie Knight, for trying though. It's just that it was kind of hard to make something like that, like, good. With what they were given. Definitely no fault of their own. And then. Heading into. Wrestlemania. It looked like. It was going to be. Him. Facing Bobby Lashley. Which. At the time. I was. Kind of surprised. That. That was the match. That they were going ahead with for Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. It not, definitely nothing that's Bobby Lashley, but that's just not who. One of the first ones I would think of as an opponent for Bray Wyatt, but then that match never happened. And then he was gone for a while. And just a little while back, it came out in the news that he had an illness. And it said he almost died. And like I said, it didn't really say too much at the time. 
and it says that he was trying to get in shape to maybe come back because even for a while I saw some reports on some news sites saying oh that WWE is uh coming up with creative ideas for a return of Bray Wyatt and things like that or he's coming back soon or he would make a tweet or something like that and they would say Bray Wyatt teasing a comeback but unfortunately that did not happen And then today, I saw the news of his unfortunate passing. Triple H putting out the tweet, like I said earlier, his father, Mike Rotunda, also known as IRS Erwin R. Scheister, and Michael Wall Street. Call Triple H to tell him the news. Also, his grandfather, Black Jack Mulligan, and his brother, Bo Dallas. Of course, all in the business. His wife, Jojo, at one time, ring announcer. In WWE. And they have kids. Which is very sad. I know they're young. Definitely. Want to send out thoughts and prayers to JoJo. And their kids. And all of. Bray Wyatt's family. He will definitely be missed, and I know that a lot of people always say this when someone passes away, but it's true, though, gone too soon. Only 36 years old, younger than I am, is just... Very sad, and it is too bad that he still had uh, definitely what could have been a bright career uh, ahead of him in WWE, and not only that, but life, like I said, he married to JoJo, had kids, He will definitely be missed by all of the pro wrestling world, us fans. I know I'm definitely not no, like, pro wrestling insider or journalist or anything like that. I'm just a fan that comes on the internet and talks wrestling. 
I'm just like everyone else. Just a fan of pro wrestling. Love pro wrestling. We all... I think I can say that on behalf of all pro wrestling fans all around the world. We'll miss them. I'm sure everyone that he worked with in the business, not just the wrestlers, but all the referees, the announcers, everyone behind the scenes will definitely miss him. And once again, before I finish this episode of the podcast tonight is definitely dedicated to the memory of William Rotunda. And again, I'm sorry that usually on Thursday nights I talk about Impact and Ring of Honor. But after today, I I just don't feel like talking about it and recapping shows right now. Again, sorry. Hope everyone understands. And that's all for this episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. Thank you for listening tonight. Feel free in the comments to leave your favorite memories, moments, and matches of Bray Wyatt. Whether it was maybe you have a favorite Husky Harris match when he was uh, part of the first season of NXT, Nexus, or the first Bray Wyatt character with the Wyatt family. The Fiend and then into Uncle Howdy and everything. Uh, you can put your favorite moments, your favorite matches of Bray Wyatt in the comment section here on Spreaker or anywhere else you listen to the podcast. But I appreciate everyone listening to this episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. And once again, this was dedicated to Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace, Wyndham Rotunda.